What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. How's it going, Clay? It's going good, Caleb. How are you living, my friend? <laughs> I am living pretty well, if I do say so myself. No complaints. I can see it. I can see you on the screen right now. You look good. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. Same old, same old over here. What about you? Yeah, me too. Um, I, I did get news recently that it looks like we're going to be back in the office pretty soon. Mm. So uh, now I guess my, my days working remote are numbered and each day is uh, a blessing at this point. <laughs> I just have to, uh, to cherish each day and while mentally preparing myself for an enormous transition back into uh, society, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. Last time my company updated me, I, I think they said May or June. Mm -hmm. possibly july can't really remember it was a summer month though yeah so. july is the the month they've been throwing around uh, a lot as i think like i think people are going to be required to go back in july but i uh learned last week they just kind of casually were like yeah um this team's already back they've been back for like a month or so this team's already back like seems like a like a good portion of my company is in the office right now and has been for a while which i wasn't mm -hmm. super aware of until recently so now i'm thinking that you know, in the next couple of weeks, my manager is just going to be like, hey, so uh, we're back in the office next week, guys, unless you uh, unless you're somebody who feels like you should stay at home. And so uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm uh, I'm just preparing myself. But, I'm curious. I mean, I've been I've been at home for a year, so I guess that's way yeah. longer than I thought it was going to be. So I should yeah. be ready by this point. But now I'm used to just working where I live. Right. I'm curious. Is your company one of those companies that's like. All right, maybe we'll try like some remote, some uh, days actually in office type of deal, you know, like uh, Twitter so. and, and all that. I think it's going to be alternating. Like I think I think in the beginning they're going to be like, okay, pick maybe two, three days that you're going into the office. and Because mm -hmm. we can't just throw – I think my company is, is – I mean my company definitely has been taking this very seriously. And I'm sure they don't want to throw all 650 of us just back in there at once. Sure. I'm sure they want some sort of spacing, some sort of distancing between desks and – and all that so uh we'll see how it plays out but 650 get those numbers up those are rookie numbers we're doubling in size by the next two years so <laughs> hey we grew from 30 to 650 so talk to me when you got international offices homie wow okay all right <laughs> i'm just being an asshole we do have we do have a radio station in every state so we technically have an office in every state okay okay i'll buy it I you'll guess buy some town square stock yeah, I'll, I'll buy some Town Square stock. Is it worth it? Cool, cool, cool. You want to do a little inside uh, trading? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down we, to fudge some numbers. What do we have to lose? Nothing. I mean, exactly. my stand. Like I said, I'm not even in society right now. So if I was to uh, be thrown away in jail, it wouldn't even make a difference. Well, there you go. <laughs> what you reading? What you watching? Well, um, I haven't. I haven't really watched anything new recently. I've been watching the NCAA tournament. I'll talk about that in a while, in a little bit. Um, but as you may know from my Instagram story over the weekend when I was in Asheville, I uh, did buy an enormous stack of comics recently. Mm -hmm. So oh, I was choking. Yeah, so I haven't really, I haven't gotten into it yet. It's been a busy week uh, mm -hmm. so far, but I have like $150 worth of comics that are just waiting for me. I went into this little comic shop in Asheville and, 
Yeah, I will say that I did arrive at this place after a couple breweries, so I was basically just feeling ready like, to spend money. Yeah, I was ready to just make a fool of myself in that place, and I did. I walked out with $160 worth of comics, and the owner saying, like, look, I, we really appreciate what you just did for our business. <laughs> <laughs> they had some pretty cool murals on the wall. Yeah, they did. Um, one of them was that Joker one. One of them was that really big Batman one. And mm-hmm. um, and so we had we parked a ways away, like a block over from the the breakfast pl- the place we we're going for brunch. Mm-hmm. And we walked past this place, and I I stopped. I was like, "What the hell, Sherry? Like, I gotta. I, I'm not gonna do it now. I've got core and all that. But once we sit down, like, I'm just gonna dip over there. I gotta take a picture of this mural. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I went over there, and I. You know, took some pics of this big Batman mural, and then I, I just like started looking in the windows of the shop, this comic shop, and I'm like, wait a second, I gotta go in there at some point. After we left our brunch place, I went in there for like 15 minutes just to get the lay of the land. I knew I was gonna need more time than that, but we sure. had plans to go somewhere else. So I popped in there real quick. I popped out, and I actually told the owners, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be back. I need more time in here, but I'm gonna be back, and I'm gonna leave here with a bunch of stuff. And um, yeah, we went to another brewery. And then it was like, before we were going to go back to our hotel, it's like, we got to go in there. We got to spend some time. She said, Cora can come. So we went in there with the puppy and, and, uh, I was, I don't know. I was probably in there for like an hour, just like looking at everything. They had comics from the eighties, the nineties, and they also had a, an entire wall of comics that were new this week. So like, I wasn't expecting them to be up to date on everything, but they had like new Batman, new justice league, new X-Men, new flash, like mm-hmm. everything that's a comic right now. Mm-hmm. Some of them not even su- superhero stuff. Like I got a I got a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic that came out this week mm-hmm. um, from that wall. So awesome. yeah, I've got got a bunch of stuff: Spawn, Justice League, Flash, Batman. I got this holographic. I'm going to show it to you. This okay. holographic Batman comic. Is it one of the metal ones? No, it's not. Um, so this was my favorite thing that I got here. So let's see. So this is a Batman comic from '93. You see it? Oh, well, kind of. You can't really see Put it. Put your hand Let's in front of it like Kylie Jenner. There we go. Okay. See how it's kind of holographic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So, in the plastic case, whatever. Spawn, X-Men. Whatever. Uh, I did get a couple Darth Vader comics as well. Classic. Yeah, which I'm pretty pretty psyched to get into. What else do we got? There's a Thanos comic. A Ooh, this Daredevil one. This, like, classic Daredevil comic. Oof. Yeah. Um, let's see. Flash. And a Deadpool one, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I left with, like, ten different books. So, I'm pumped to get into those. Yeah, I didn't catch that last part because my internet connection is unstable. Okay. Well, I said I left with, like, ten different books, and I'm pumped to get into them. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you remember the name of the, of the, of the shop? Morgan's Comics. Morgan's. Morgan's Comics. All right. This mm-hmm. episode is brought to you by Morgan's Comics. I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse. You can DM us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse, or you can send us an email at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Um, I have been watching The Office because they sent it, or they sent it, they they let it be free for a week on Peacock because it's mm-hmm. The Office's 16th birthday. Um so I've been getting my office fixed because it's, it's been a minute. So, you know, watching all the classics, dinner party, yeah. uh, stress relief, go, yeah. go hitting the big ones, you know. I have been watching The Office too. I, I've gotten into a groove where The Office is pretty much just like playing in the background all day while I'm working. Well, you have Peacock for, like you pay for it now. So you can watch The Office at any time. Right, 
right. asshole. Dude, I heard someone recently say that Dinner Party was like too cringe to watch. That's the be- to me that's the best episode. Scott's Tots is the one I skip over. That's the one for me that's like a little too cringe to watch every single time I go through. I don't but skip dinner- it, but I agree with you. Scott's Tots is way more cringe than Dinner Party. Yeah. But Dinner Party, whenever that comes up in the rewatches, whenever I see that's the next episode, I'm like, okay, let's fucking go. Yeah, Dinner Party is like... It's hilarious. The Office episode. If like, I feel like if there's somebody who's like, yeah, don't like The Office, not funny, just show them that episode. and Yeah. And well, context helps too. Sure. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I, I've, I've just watched it so many times, I guess I don't think about context because I don't need context. Yeah. If I was to pick one, one episode to show somebody just to get the gist of everything. I think I would want them in the office for it. Makes it would, sense. Since it the would show maybe, is called the office. Right. It would maybe be, maybe be stress relief. That's a good one. Yeah. Just watch yep. that one. They got to see, they have to see that CPR scene. <laughs> yes. The CPR. Kelly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, you no, were yeah. in the parking lot earlier. That's where I know <laughs> you from. <laughs> Fucking classic Creed, 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 Creed. All right, we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to jump right into sports. What you got, Clay? Well, we have the NCAA tournament going on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you make a bracket? I did. I think Jacob Wolf sent me one of his ESPN brackets to to make. And last time I checked, I was in first place. So I'm I'm checking that right now while we're talking to make sure I'm still in first place. Yeah, because, I mean, stud. The vast majority of all the brackets out there are absolutely fucked. Fucked, yeah. <laughs> um, this actually already is potentially the craziest NCAA tournament we've had. Um, there could be a record for teams to reach this uh, the Sweet 16. So the record for double-digit seeds that reach the, six, uh, the Sweet 16 is five. And this year we could have like six or seven, I think. Mm. So we've got, I mean, shit, we had... Um, number 15, Oral Roberts. Oral fucking Roberts who, who beat Oral fucking no, no. Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a tweet. It was like, why do we call him? Why do we keep calling him Oral Roberts? We should just call him Blowy Bob. Anyway, <laughs> they beat Ohio fun. State 15 seed over a two seed, which like fuck Ohio and fuck the state of Ohio. I'm sorry for any of our listeners that live in the state of Ohio. You should mm. move. Um, My forefathers but, uh, are from Ohio. <clears throat> your forefathers. Yeah, my grandpa and, and them. My forefathers are from Michigan, so it's a little bit. Uh, a little I'm bit from different. Michigan. Anyway. Um, yeah, Oral Roberts. Um, shit. Loyola, Chicago pulled off a big upset. They have Sister Jean. Have you heard of her? Never heard of her. She's like this 98 year old woman who is like kind of the mascot for oh, Loyola, yes, yes. Chicago. I have heard of her. Yeah. Um, so they get in the tournament pretty consistently. They make some noise. She's always at the forefront of it. This is just old-ass nun, essentially. And uh, another tweet I saw about her, it was like, Sister Jean could end poverty, world hunger, wars, but she's using her power to get Loyola Chicago to the Sweet 16 instead. Honestly, I respect it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this tournament's been crazy. I have a bracket where Illinois is the winner. They're, they were a one seed, and they're out. As of the, they, yeah, they got out in the, the second round there. So that bracket's kind of, what's interesting about that bracket is that I'm in fifth place out of like 25 in my work league with mm-hmm. that one, mm-hmm. but like, it's going to even out eventually. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a crazy tournament. We're on a break right now before the sweet 16, which starts, I believe on Saturday. So a few, few days without games. Yeah. 27th. 
few days without games, but the first couple rounds have been nuts. I mean, it's it's been crazy. Um, have you been watching any of the games? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just so I don't want to buy it. Well, I being I guess it doesn't matter after I've already made the bracket, but I don't really watch college basketball to begin with. Uh huh. I didn't really watch any college basketball this year, but I'm watching the tournament. Just so many games on. It's good basketball. Mm-hmm. It's competitive basketball. I find that um, the people who don't actually watch college basketball and make brackets usually do better. That's what I mean. That's what I've seen too, which is why my two brackets, my two main brackets, I filled out. Probably took a total of like five minutes to put both of them together. Mm-hmm. I'm just like throwing stuff out there because I mean, the more thought you put into it, the worse you're going to do. From mm-hmm. what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people who bracket. watch a lot of college basketball, they have inherent bias towards yep. teams. So, yep. And literally anything can happen. Like nobody mm-hmm. expected Oral Roberts to come in here and beat Ohio State. No. Um, and I... then in the next round they beat Florida, which was a seven seed. So they're sitting here in the Sweet Sixteen for no reason. <laughs> no, it's for a reason. It's because they did March Madness shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's been a it's been a pretty good tournament. A lot of upsets, obviously. And, uh, you know, we'll just continue to watch it and uh, talk about it. Next week, we're going to have some more stuff to talk about as the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight happen. Um, so, yeah, so we'll just keep an eye on that. And then the NBA, a couple little pieces of news that are kind of notable. Um, so, you know, I'm here in Charlotte. I'm a Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets fan, also a Pistons fan, unfortunately. But uh, LaMelo Ball uh, broke his wrist. He's out for the rest of the – yeah, yep, that's him. Limp wrist. Uh, so he's out for the rest of the year. He's the top rookie this year. He's the best player on the Hornets. He was better than I thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's putting up 30, 30 and 10. He was the youngest player in NBA history to put up a triple-double. So big hit, big hit for the Hornets. The Hornets were looking pretty exciting, potentially going to be a playoff team, but I don't really see that happening anymore. Um, then we do have LeBron James, who's hurt. High ankle sprain. He's out for a week, so LeBron we'll see. <clears throat> yep. LeBron James, LeBron James. Going so, back to uh, the bracket, you said you had yeah. Illinois winning in one of yours. <clears throat> Who wins in the other? Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're a one seed. Um, I'm kind of predisposed to being a Michigan fan anyways, and they look really good. They've looked really good so far. They beat – they played Texas Southern as their first team, so that's a 16 seed. So, like, a 16 seed doesn't beat a one seed. It's only uh-huh. happened once a couple of years ago with UVA, those bums. Um, then they played LSU and it was a great game and, uh, they ended up winning that one by like eight. LSU was a really good team. And, uh, now they got Florida state in the sweet 16. Florida state is a four seed. So we'll see how that happens. But, where do you uh, have Michigan Gonzaga? What's up? I said, where do you have Gonzaga losing? So I had Gonzaga in, I believe going to like, I think I actually have them losing in the sweet 16. But they actually look a lot better than that so far. Like losing to who? Um, let's see. I'm looking at my bracket. I don't have like a photographic memory with this stuff. Uh, do you have I a Gonzaga? I thought you were looking you have at a... it. Well, I am. I'm just trying to find where Gonzaga even is. Okay. Do you have them going all the way? Yes, sir. So I think I had them losing to. Okay. So <laughs> this is one of my one of my fuck ups. So I had Virginia actually being kind of a, a dark horse in this tournament, but I should have uh, known I should have known better. I just mentioned they're the only team in history to lose to a 16 seed, and that was only a couple of years ago. So they're a four seed this year. I thought they were going to quietly kind of like slide into the final four. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they ended up losing in the first round to Ohio. So, <laughs> so I had um, Gonzaga playing Virginia in the uh, Sweet 16, and I had them losing to Virginia. That was like my upset. Uh, that was my way that Virginia like gets into the Elite Eight, into the Final Four. But sure. no, Gonzaga's. I mean, Gonzaga could go all the way. It seems like Baylor on the other side. They're going to probably uh, match up against Gonzaga at some point, and that's going to be really good. Coolie, coolie, coolie. Yeah, no, my Gonzaga, Creighton, like it's, I, I matched it up properly so far. So Okay. Not nice. not the whole bracket, obviously, but that little section right there. Yep. Pretty pretty spot on, and the same with the other side. Did you use it, ESPN? I did. Yeah. Yep. I did. Yeah. Um, dude, so obviously not last year because it didn't happen, but the year before that, I had one bracket that was almost perfect. I think in the whole tournament, I got like four wrong or something. And it was like once it got past the first couple rounds, I think I only got one game wrong for the rest of the way, and I almost had the score of the uh, the championship like spot on too. Damn. Yeah, I, I won like I don't know like fifty bucks off that one or something in a in a work thing, but that's the best I've ever had. Every other bracket I've ever put together has been absolute dog shit. That's so. Funny. Yeah. Awesome. What else? Well, you yeah, have? that's our that's our sports roundup. So back to you, Caleb. All right, let's talk some video games. Gotham Knights is delayed till 2022. Don't ask me when it was supposed to come out. I don't remember. Sometime this 2021, year. 2021, probably. I said sometime this year, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> if I had to guess. Um, that game, so do you? did you watch the trailer when it came out? What was that, E3 yeah. or something? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I was excited when they announced it, but then when they showed the gameplay, I got a little less excited, so I don't really know how I feel about that game right now. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's something that I'm excited about. I'm not I'm not huge on Batman without Batman, but right. I mean, playing They've as gotta put Batman in there, right? Come on, man. Batman's in there somewhere. I'm sure it's a thing where he fake. I think we were talking about it when they announced mm -hmm. it. Like maybe he fakes his own death or mm -hmm. something like that, and he comes back at the end of the game. Um, the The gameplay itself it looks it looks fun enough. Um, the combat looks close enough to like Arkham Knight or the Arkham series for me mm -hmm. to get into it, although it's a little bit different. I was going to say, I felt like it looked a little cartoony. little cartoony. You've got numbers popping up whenever you connect on mm -hmm. a strike, like in like RPGs and stuff, which I think kind of takes away from it. Mm -hmm. The the gra It's a little bit more colorful. It does look a little bit more cartoony, but, I mean, put me back in Gotham mm -hmm. immediately, and I'll play whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's delayed, so <clears throat> you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. That's okay. we got yeah. other games. Microsoft is in talks to buy Discord for over $10 billion. Why does Microsoft want Discord? So that was my immediate question. Literally, as you're as you're asking it, I'm I'm sitting here like queuing up a question like, okay, so like why? Like what's the goal? Right. Um and also I had no idea that Discord would be worth that much. I oh. guess I don't know that much about Discord. Maybe it's not worth that much, but it is now because Microsoft just made it worth that much. Um, I feel like that's bad business on Microsoft's part if that's the case. Discord must be worth something. But, I mean, I know a lot of people use it. Like, all the Twitch streamers and everybody is like, what's your Discord? They have their own Discord where, like, their communities can go and, and talk and, and all that other shit. I know I have some friends that use it for when we play video games. Instead of using, like, the in-game chat, we'll use a Discord um, server mm -hmm. instead. So, I mean, it's popular. It gets used a lot. But it's free. I like that it's free. I don't want Microsoft to come in and start muddying that up, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, do you think they're going to, so they'll probably integrate it with, do you think they'll integrate it with like consoles and things like that? Probably. What is that thing that Microsoft has, what Xbox has, where the games, it's fairly new. It's like you can play a shit ton of games for like one price. I don't know. Oh, um, so know? I don't have Xbox, but. Yeah, me neither. That's why I can't really remember what it's called. Is it, is it Game Pass? Yes, Game Pass. I'm feeling like they're going to integrate it with Game Pass somehow. Did I just say I don't have Xbox? Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I do have an Xbox One and an Xbox 360. But you don't play anymore. <laughs> no, no. I haven't I haven't booted it. Well, last time I booted up the Xbox, Cora did it. She, <laughs> With she her booped nose? The, she booped the button. What's funny is that um, I just left it on because it, you know, it turns off by itself. I just left it on, and she came back like five minutes later and booped it off again. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oops, my bad. I'll yep. turn that off for you. <laughs> that's the last time my xbox has, has been turned on that's funny um mm-hmm. but yeah no i sold i sold my xbox a while ago because i went that playstation route not turning back i love it yeah and you know i was i was kind of thinking the same thing when i got the playstation i do have some some xbox games that well when i got the playstation my thinking was i'll even keep the xbox plugged in i have mm-hmm. them both plugged into my tv right now mm-hmm. and the reason was because i have some games that you know, I've, I have on Xbox that I feel like don't make sense for me to buy on PlayStation. Since then, it's pretty much evened out because at some point or another, all of these games have been like five bucks on PlayStation, like like Arkham Knight, Assassin's Creed Origins I just bought a couple mm-hmm. nights ago for like $4. Wow. And I'm playing I'm playing that on PlayStation again. But um, yeah, it's, that was the only reason I like kept the Xbox. But now pretty much all of the games from my Xbox I have on PlayStation now. So I might as well just Sadly. sell the thing for like 20 bucks or something. Or you I could, could probably get fifty bucks out of that. Donate it to a children's hospital. That's a better idea. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need fifty bucks. I'm pretty fluid. Gender fluid. Yeah. That's what's up. Financial. I'm financially gender fluid. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what that would look like. Um, I don't think it's real. Probably not. Um, very 2021 of you though. I'm proud Thanks. of you. Um, moving on to TV news, the Falcon and winter soldier is the most watched Disney plus premiere. And we'll talk about this more later, like the actual show, but Mm -hmm. I thought this was a nice little fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more than Mandalorian Mm -hmm. Wanda, Wanda vision is, I don't know that I'm super surprised it got more than Wanda vision, but I am surprised it's bigger than Mandalorian. I don't think it was much more than Wanda vision. I think Wanda vision was 1.6 and this was 1.8 million viewers. Yeah. Okay. If I, if I remembering if I'm remembering my numbers correctly. Okay. Yeah, um, that checks out. Yeah. I'll see where. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, you gotta. I mean, you gotta imagine each new show they put out. Like Loki's gonna beat that record. Sure. Is it just gonna keep getting more yeah. and more? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Um, which it's fine. I don't care. Still cool. I mean, it's cool that all of these things are big deals when they come out. Yeah, it's not at least people are watching it it's not like nobody's yeah, watching because they're good shows um agreed evan peters to play jeffrey dahmer in a netflix limited series by ryan murphy who you know does american horror story and all that mm-hmm. and it's called monster the jeffrey dahmer story and i saw a side side by side picture kind of similar looking yeah like, and i bet they'll i bet they'll make him look a little bit older maybe give him a uh, like some wrinkles or like a little bit of gauntness to his face. Cause that was like the main difference I saw on that side by side, but mm-hmm. they can, yeah. I mean, 
a, a minimal amount of makeup in there to make them look identical. Yeah, like he looked like the Hollywood version of like obviously he's better looking than Jeffrey Dahmer. I keep wanting to say Jeffy Dahmer because of the ringer. Yeah, the ringer. <laughs> Jeffy go for gold. Um yeah, so obviously he looks he's like a better looking guy than the actual Jeffrey Dahmer, but they there are some similarities there. Yeah. Um, and I always like a good uh true crime show documentary. Yep. Uh, did you telling did you ever see the actually i'm gonna hold on to the question i'm about to ask but uh jeremy renner played jeffrey dahmer in a movie that was on netflix a few years ago you didn't see that did you i did not because i didn't know jeremy renner was jeffrey dahmer young jeremy renner the movie must have came out like i don't know like two like early 2000 Mm -hmm. maybe like 2002 ish or something very young jeremy renner and he was jeffrey dahmer in it called dahmer i think so right it is. is yeah, I just saying? looked it up. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, what I was going to ask before is, did you ever watch the Zac Efron, Ted Bundy? I did not. I started listening to the Bundy tapes because I wanted to listen to that before I watched it. But yes, then I stopped that's the, watching. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're both probably on still on Netflix, right? For sure. Yeah. So watch the Bundy tapes. They're super interesting. And then watch, um, I forget what it's called. Something about being evil and beautiful or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't... Something too beautiful to be evil. I think that's what it's called. Too beautiful and too evil to... Too beautiful to be evil and too evil to be beautiful. (laughs) Extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. Okay, cool. Not beautiful at all. Eh, No. Um, (laughs) But Efron, he's he's a little... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a little hard to, like, envision him as Bundy. Because because he's hot as fuck. Well, wasn't that the thing with Bundy? Everybody was like, oh, he's so good looking. Dude, I never got that, though. Well, maybe it was for the time. Wasn't it like the 70s? Yeah. What do you mean? There weren't attractive people in the 70s? No, no. I'm saying attractiveness through the decades is Standards were a lot lower back then. Maybe. But I don't know. Bundy, to me, he just is a very average looking guy. I mean, he's got a unibrow. He's like skinny. I remember the unibrow. That was one of the things I was like, this fucking guy? Yeah, they gave Zac Efron a unibrow in the movie so he could be him. I don't know. He he wasn't some like heartthrob looking guy to me. He just looked like a standard guy. So I never really got that angle. I'm typing Ted Bundy Young. Let me see what comes up. I mean, I think yeah, he's like an average looking dude. He's not like... I think he had maybe just like a very generic version of... I, I think he just like wasn't hideous. Yeah, and maybe he was probably charismatic he was yeah he was charismatic he was charming that was like his main thing so that probably goes a long way too and his looks being average i guess kind of just like like evened it all out mm-hmm. um efron anyway my point efron solid bundy they have they have a couple scenes that you'll see as recreations from the bundy tapes um, some quotes that you'll see as recreations from the bundy tapes mm-hmm. so definitely watch that first gotcha will do i would say both are well worth the watch, but if you want to choose one of the one over the other, obviously it's the Bundy tapes. I wish I could do like watch parties on Twitch or something. Watch them with people. Could on you Twitch. not? I mean, I th- think you can certain things, but like not everything. And if you do one thing, they might like take you down for DMCA, okay. copyright reasons, shit like yep. that. I don't know. I might do it anyway. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like a big name. They're not looking at me. You know what I mean? You never know. You were, you were in a Fortnite commercial, after all. Whoa. Damn, you didn't even do it on command then. That's It's just a reflex now. So, you hear the word Fortnite and you're... So reflexive. 
National Treasure Series Greenlit at Disney Plus. It's going to be a 10 episode series. It's focusing on a new character called Jess Morales. We have Jess and her friends will set off on an adventure to uncover her mysterious family history and recover lost treasure following in the footsteps footsteps of Nick Cage's Benjamin Franklin Gates. That's what we got so far. Long time coming. Yeah. And I saw that they're still going to do a National Treasure 3 as well with really? Nick Cage. So we're really? getting we're getting like a side story spin-off with the show and possibly a trilogy. You think that's a direct to Disney Plus movie? The National Treasure 3? Gonna, yeah, or is that something they're going to try to put in theaters? No, they're going to put it in theaters. Okay. All right. Have, has Disney had any direct... All right, barring COVID, like, have to do premiere access. Have they had any direct to Disney Plus movies? Well, Disney Plus has mainly been a thing during COVID. I know, so it's hard to tell. But I feel like everything they went direct to Disney Plus would have went to theaters. Yeah, for sure. Mulan would have been in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raya would have been in theaters. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was what in theaters? Raya and the Last Dragon. I f- Maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I didn't even that's, watch it. That's so. one. That's one that I'll watch when it's free. It's not free. And did you watch Mulan? No. Fuck no. I haven't even watched that one. <laughs> it's free now. Yeah, it's free now. Uh, Raya is in theaters because let's see, okay. Surf Cinemas. We got a four hundred five and a seven hundred five showing. Okay, there you have it. Where the fuck is Surf Cinemas? It's probably in like fucking Myrtle Beach. Let's see. No, it's in Southport, North Carolina. Oh, Southport's pretty nice. Yeah, well, they've got have a movie theater there? open, so. Cool. We technically have a movie theater open. There's an AMC, or uh, is it a Carmack? There's something open here, but it's just showing old shit. What are you doing mm-hmm. with your hands? I'm just comparing my two middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> one's, one's swollen and one's not. Okay, Clay's losing it over there. So okay, I, sh- I shut my finger in a door like 30 minutes ago. Give me a break. <laughs> you, you want some ice, some frozen peas? No, no, I just put down a Moscow Mule, so I'm feeling a little better. Okay. What kind of ginger beer did you use? Um, Food Lion brand. No, so, it's it, it's not the Food Lion brand. I forget what the brand is, but it's the one that the one that we've seen in like Food Lion and Harris Teeter the most. Hey, Cora. Um, moving on to movie news, Ace Ventura three in the works with Sonic the Hedgehog writers. I talk about seen, a long time coming. Yeah, I haven't seen Sonic the Hedgehog, but I've heard it's a decent movie. It's good. It's good. It's I've actually seen articles like what Sonic the Hedgehog did to break the like video game movie curse. Mm -hmm. Um, Good movie. And Jim Carrey obviously is in it Mm -hmm. as Eggman. And uh, I saw a quote from him recently. It's like he he pushed very hard to be in the movie because his kid wanted him to be like maybe he was talking about it at home or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he pushed really hard because he wanted to just be in a movie for his kid. But Ace Ventura, um, especially number one, Pet Detective, one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a good one. So, Einhorn yeah. is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Yep. Yep. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. So the second second one's not as good, but it's still definitely very funny. Yeah, I didn't very like the quotable. second one as much. Definitely very quotable still. Um, but that first one, and it's the only... It's the only Ace Ventura movie he's done a sequel of. Like, he was in Kick-Ass 2, but he wasn't in Kick-Ass 1, and he refuses to do sequels in general for his movies. Mm-hmm. This is the only one that he allowed to be a series. Is it because 
Ace Ventura 2 did so bad that he refused to do any more sequels? No, no. Um, I want to say this is something he even said before he did Ace Ventura 2 originally. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I'm not, I won't do sequels. Mm -hmm. And then Ace Ventura, maybe because it's kind of like the quintessential Jim Carrey series, Mm -hmm. he decided, you know, he'll allow sequels to happen within that one. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I'm pumped for that, for sure. Yeah. I hope it's good. Mm -hmm. You you remember that shitty... What was it called? I don't know, like Son of Ace Ventura or some shit, Ace Ventura Jr. I do. I do. <laughs> did, did you watch it? Yeah. When it, I mean, when it was a thing, for sure. Yeah, that's what it's called, Ace Ventura Jr., Pet Detective. That's um, pretty dumb. Yeah. He's supposedly the son of Ace Ventura, right? But Jim Carrey never appears in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, well... I'm pretty sure it was like a direct to fucking TV uh, movie. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait. Whoa. As I'm looking this up, mm-hmm. I'm seeing, and this is not necessarily like an actual, um, an actual source. I don't think it's confirmed, but this website I'm seeing says that in Ace Ventura three, they're eyeing Evan Peters to be the son of Ace Ventura. And it has a picture of him with his uh, Quicksilver uniform on from sure. the Halloween episode where his hair is, like, big. Mm-hmm. And that's it's probably just a rumor because they wanted to put those pictures together. Probably. Um, but I feel like he could act zany enough to, to play the son of uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I would like that. Yeah. I don't really need him to have a son, though, honestly. No, me neither. No. <laughs> just pick up where we left off and let me see some Ace hijinks. Yeah, exactly. Um, Black Widow theater in theaters and Disney Plus premiere access on July 9th. You lying ass Disney said you ain't gonna put that shit on Disney Plus. We knew you were lying. We but called we it when you said it. We knew. Yeah, we we said it. We knew. Yeah. So July 9th, I will July be watching. 9th. I will be paying thirty bucks, but then I will be watching Black Widow. I will be as well. That's the one that's gonna get me to do the premiere access, mm-hmm. and I will do it. Without remorse. Same. Any any Marvel movie that they put on there on premiere access. Yep. Well, no. It's probably let me take that back. Get, let me take that back. Because, it's probably only going to be that one though. Yes, because theaters will open, and I'd rather watch it yep. in an actual theater. Yep. Um, sure. But if for God, 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 not willing, we have to keep doing this, and they keep putting Marvel movies on there in premiere access, I will pay for all the Marvel. What movies. would be the next one? Like Shang Chi. Yeah. Okay. I would, yeah. Anything, anything Marvel. I'm paying the thirty. Mm-hmm, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't no care. questions asked. Nope. WB says films will have a 45 theatrical exclusivity starting in 2022. So before they hit HBO Max or premiere uh, premiere video on demand, they will be in theaters for 45 days. Which means the Batman. Is that part of it? Oh, because they they moved That's it. It's 2022. Yeah. 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 That one got pushed back. So. Uh, so yeah. Which I mean, I'm cool with that too. I'll go to. I mean, I'll go to theaters starting, you know, in a, in a few months. Yeah, people are going to be vaccinated. Like it's it's whatever. I'll wear a mask in a theater if I have to. I don't care. Yeah, the thing is, they'll be distanced. I. It's not like, okay, streaming is going to put fucking theaters out of business because, I'm sure we're not the only two people in the world who enjoy going to the movie theaters over watching a movie yep. at my house. Like I, I've got a decent sized TV, but I would still rather watch it on a big screen. Yep, for sure, for sure. And get my popcorn um, and get my cherry coke and all that good shit. Yep, yeah, like I watched Tenet um, at home and 
like the movie the movie didn't really do it for me um i think i feel like tenet was just kind of overhyped we waited too long right right but any christopher nolan movie i want to see in theaters anyways it Mm -hmm. would have at least made the effects more worth it and Mm -hmm. i would have at least been like more into the movie and all that um i'm just thinking like christopher nolan movies are like perfect movie theater movies no i I got you yeah theaters are not going anywhere because no always going to be idiots like us who still want to go to them yeah but i'm sure there are plenty of people now who are just used to you know seeing movies when they come out at home and you know, we'll skip the movie theater with their kids and, and everything like that. So they can just like do some popcorn and do it at home. My kids are going to love the theater. My kids are going to be on movie pass. <laughs> They're grandfathered in. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, trust me. I got my fucking money's worth of, of movie pass. Yeah, I definitely did. Is that the Regal exclusive one or no, that's the big, the one that was anywhere, right? Anywhere. Yep. It was kind of the first, well, I don't know if it was the first, but it was the first one that kind of became big and I uh, was there for the the good times. I was there for the bad times and uh, I, I canceled my subscription when my $10 no longer became worth it, which for several months while I was doing it, it was like, this is, this is such a stupid deal. Like it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely blowing past this $10 with the first movie that I see and right. then everything past that is just completely free. Um, I am curious what, they like how what was their business plan how did they see them making money because their business deal was draining them so much right. yep they were hemorrhaging money just by being movie pass right like, so like what was their plan i don't know i have no idea i i can't even begin to imagine how somebody within that company decided that this was going to be profitable for a company to do this <laughs> they were just like throwing money away right i guess they thought i guess they thought like there's no way enough people use this to where you know we're going to be just absolutely bleeding money guess and again. dying from day one yeah but enough people saw it i want to say at one point they had over like a million you know subscribers which that right there that's that's way too many <laughs> <laughs> it got to a point pretty quickly like it was good for a few months and then it got to a point pretty quickly where you would open up the app and the only movies available would be like this was when i was in dc only movies available would be at a theater like this tiny like 1960s movie theater deep in dc that only plays like independent movies mm-hmm. um that would be at like a i don't know at like the Cannes film festival or something like that and uh, it would give you one of like the three weird movies they're playing it's like this is the one you can see whereas whereas before that you could go and see anything like I was, right. I was watching so many movies. It was crazy. I was going to movies by myself like every week. Yeah. I remember like when that. they were slowly scaling back. They're like, all right, now you can only do like one a week or like mm-hmm. four a month. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. In its heyday, it was, it was an incredible deal. I almost got it. But then they started right when I was like, all right, this mm-hmm. is going to be a good deal for me. I'm going to get it. That's when they put restriction, their first little set of restrictions on. And I was yep. like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to pay for it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, even one movie a week, 10 a month is an incredible deal. Sure, sure, sure. But I just foresaw them yep. putting even more on because I was like, they're obviously sure. struggling somehow. Yeah, this is not going to help. I want to say I want to say I saw Black Panther on Movie Pass for free. Like it, it was during those days. That was like right before everything started going to shit. Well, every, everything was going to shit from day one. But on our end, we at least got a couple solid months out of it. <laughs> or I, I did at least. Well, and now Regal has their own thing, which it's not just like Movie Pass, but it's pretty similar. Like mm-hmm. they, they began with the restrictions yep. and I think it's a little bit more expensive. Regal is a good theater too. 
It is. The, the, the Regal here the is the one with the leather recliners. The reclining leather seats. They have, mm-hmm. quote, gourmet um, concessions. <laughs> you fucking chicken sandwiches and shit. Chicken sandwiches, like corn dog bites and shit. Yeah. Some of them have beer. Um, well, the ones in Maryland did at least. The ones here do. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's a good theater. God, I miss the movie theaters. Me too. I'm gonna we'll cry. be back soon. This summer, I think movie theaters are going to be a thing. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the end of the year, but summer would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But for sure, by the end of the year. I mean, summer blockbusters. I know, man. Vaccines are rolling out. I mean, by the summer, most of the people who are going to get a vaccine will have had it. Mm-hmm. Distance hey, out the theaters. April up. 8th, I'm not going to give any fucks. I'll, I'll go to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I will be done. That's when you're getting vaxxed? That's when I get my second dose, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll get mine at some point soon. You got it. You got it. Can't you get it right now? I think so. Yeah, there you go. Get on that shit. Okay. Pierce Brosnan cast as Dr. Fate in Black Adam. So this rounds out the Justice Society for the film. We got Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, and Quintessa Swindle as Cyclone. Now we got our Dr. Fate. So Dr. Fate is dope. He is, and I like Pierce Brosnan, so. What's interesting is the one big fan cast that I saw for Dr. Fate. So is it um, is it Kent? What's his name? Kent? What's his name? Do we know who he's, he's playing? Because there were a couple of Dr. Fates. In the um, I don't know. I didn't see. Okay. It just said Dr. Fate. It didn't specify which Dr. Fate. Gotcha. Well, what's what I was going to say is the interesting thing. The main fan cast I saw was uh, Daniel Craig. So, mm, so it, another, another Bond. Um, Daniel yes. Craig would have been cool, yeah. too. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dr. Fate is dope. He's kind of like, well, kind of like Dr. Strange, but a little bit, a little bit more like, I don't know. He's like the, he's supposed to be like the guy who balances everything. Yeah. I feel like he's um, like Dr. Really Strange, old, but more, more mystical in the sense that he's like less more human. mystical because it's like a, it's like, yeah, it's like a mantle that's passed down. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the helmet that gives him his powers. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dr. Strange obviously just is doing magic. Um, right but yeah that's dope so now we have dr strange in the dceu i'm pumped for it did you say dr strange dr fate <laughs> i did say dr strange you get dr strange in the dceu well, well let's just say that i was saying he's gonna be the dr strange of the dceu there you go and imdb does say he's playing kent nelson so okay cool yeah uh, he's kind of the main one yeah WB says they won't be developing a David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad and of the Snyder cut. Uh, this is all of this is coming from the CEO of WB. Mm-hmm. So he says with that comes the completion of his trilogy. His obviously being um, Zack Snyder, and this is in response to the hashtag restore, restore the Snyderverse campaign. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with it. I'm not sure that I want this to be a precedent where well, it know, already think- is a precedent. So. Right, but I don't, I don't necessarily, and I'm glad that they came out very quickly, and we're just like, no, like this is, this is it. We agreed to do the Snyderverse for a reason. We said it was going to be a one-off thing. What um, was the reason? What was the reason? The reason was because the fans wouldn't let them not make it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's my point. So you, you're talking about precedence here. So the reason was, all right, the fans won't shut the fuck up about the Snyderverse. What if the fans? decide all right next 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 campaign the air cut what if they don't shut the fuck up about that you know what i mean i hope the fans don't get that stupid because personally i have no interest in seeing any more of 
that su- any version of that Suicide Squad. I don't think there's any version of that movie that's going to make it good. How do you know? Listen here. Listen, listen, listen. I said I don't. I didn't say I know. I said I, I, said I don't think. All right. You are okay with not doing director's cuts and things like that for, for whatever. Director um, can put out their own cut if they want to. I don't fucking care. But it, they would still need the studio's approval because the studio technically owns the rights to said movie. Right. Which brings me to my point. And I said this to you. When it comes to director's cuts and things like that, I think if there is significant studio meddling or extenuating circumstances, which we've had with Suicide Squad. There, We know there was a bunch of studio meddling. With uh, Justice League, we know there were extenuating circumstances, and a new director came in and basically tried to make a new movie with old footage and a bunch of reshoots. Mm-hmm. I think if there are those two situations, then the original director should be allowed to show his intended or his or her intended vision. And I will say you just... Like, all right, you said the directors should put out their own director's cut if they want to. I will say, okay, I will agree with you on that and say, all right, if you've meddled enough in my movie, let me put out my version. You don't have to pay for it. I will do whatever I need to do. Just give me the permission or the rights to do so. Is that is that mm-hmm. fair? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also, I also don't think that this is necessarily the case with Suicide Squad because we also have air after the fact saying, yeah, you know, if I, if I could have gone back and done things differently, I would have, you know, I made a lot of mistakes with this movie. I should have, you know, done this, this way and this, this way. Mm-hmm. So like he made a bad movie too. Possibly. Um, but the one, so it's, the, it's not a suicide. It's not a justice league scenario. Sure. And uh, well, okay. Yeah. But one of the movies that comes to mind when, um, and it's a movie I haven't even seen because I know it's garbage is Catwoman. Yeah, release the director's cut of Catwoman. <laughs> no, it's uh, Fantastic Four because multiple people who were like on the on that movie have said like mm-hmm. we made a great movie you'll never get to see. And I'm yeah. curious, was it really that great or not? Like my curiosity yeah. gets the better of me a lot of times. Dude, I can't with some of these movies. I just can't imagine there's a watchable version like that Fantastic Four movie. I don't. I, I cannot fathom how any version of that movie specifically is good but can you fathom how much power the studio has to say no change this do this do that and that's my problem with suits is suits are suits they're worried about money they're worried about toys they're worried about all this other shit live action avatar show on netflix (laughs) right they don't care about um the artistic vision or the story or anything like that they're just trying to sell shit the flash movie has had like four directors so far because of that that's my point like studios i understand like your money's on the line, but I feel like mm-hmm. you should see you should see these these stories of like when the studio meddles too much and how it shits like it makes a piece of shit movie and then you studio d- executives don't think like that. How do you how can you not think like that though? That's my point. It's like all right, I well, okay, make a lot Warner of money. Brothers, I want the- Warner Brothers specifically. Okay. Their studio executives don't think like that. I, I think Fantastic Four was Fox. Yeah, They're, they've got some shitty. They've got some shitty. They've got some shitty studio executives too. So these are two bad companies. Well, not bad companies, but two companies that are ran in a way where it's more about the corporate influence than it is about the art. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not, not necessarily super surprising with these two specific companies, but yeah, I agree with what you're saying for sure. I mean, that's an easy agree. Brooks, he senses when you start to get, 
heightened emotions and then he always has to come in and check on you like when jessica watches football or when i start talking about something i'm passionate about he always comes in he's like all right is everything okay and he puts his head when jessica watches football or you start talking about blurred stuff (laughs) pretty pretty much um i'm okay buddy thank you for checking on me but yes i i agree um it i just don't understand how they can look at all these other like all right there was significant meddling in that movie that movie did shit there was significant meddling in that movie that movie did i don't shit. think they are looking at it like that though. but why not because they're they're not they're ineffective studio executives i guess for okay. this type of for this type of thing <laughs> i guess so it's just like you obviously you want to make money that's why you're doing the meddling so mm-hmm. you should see that when i meddle or when other people in my position meddle I don't make as much money as I could if I would just yeah. let the director do what they're doing. But um, I, Warner I, Brothers I, is also incredibly reactionary. I mean, that's been that's been the DCEU. They made Man of Steel. They made BVS, and people said it's too dark. So they were kind of off Snyder, even going into Justice League. Everything went down, you know, with his family, and it was really easy for them to be like, "Look, bro, just leave. We're gonna bring in the dude who made Avengers, and we're gonna try to make Avengers 2.0." Right. Um, it, obviously, that didn't fucking work. Uh, Suicide Squad was another kind of byproduct of BVS. You know, they wanted to make that one like cheesier and everything like that. Ended up being a shit movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like these are just. I mean, it's their studio ex- execs that are just inept in this arena of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, there needs to just be a top-down fucking just re. I don't know, restructuring of that whole entire side of Warner Brothers. Right. Fox obviously is now owned by Marvel, so that's not necessarily an issue because we know that Feige, you know, he gives people that artistic freedom and he's also like a really good dude himself at understanding how this stuff should work. So Right. Like he's hands on, but he's hands off enough to let the directors mm -hmm. do what they need to do. Like he's like, All right, well, this is where we're going with the overall. So as long as you're not Mm -hmm. conflicting with that kind of play, have fun, you know what I mean? Which is what they should do. Yeah, I I just don't see the Ayer cut and the Snyder cut being even in the same universe. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like the DC extended universe. I know what you mean. I mean, I thought the Snyder cut would be at least watchable, at least definitely better, like Mm -hmm. substantially better than what we got in theaters in 2017. Uh, Ayer cut, I don't don't think there's a good version of that movie anywhere to be found. The, The movie we have is not that bad. It's pretty fucking terrible. You know, we never will agree on this, but <laughs> it's not that bad. So you don't need an air cut. I, I mean, I don't. why does everybody else, Caleb? What? Why, <laughs> why does, does everybody, everybody else, else want an air cut then? <laughs> because they want to see what he was going to do. I don't fucking know. <laughs> do you want to talk Snyder cut or do you want to talk uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I know we're already kind of on the WB train, so let's let's get into Snyder cut. Okay. Um. So, <clears throat> Clay. <laughs> teased a spoiler i wrote this down it said ask clay about his spoiler he teased last week someone dying yeah yeah that was lois she, she didn't oh you mean at the in, in the nightmare sequence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because um snyder his big cliffhanger you know he's talking about a massive cliffhanger mm-hmm. and you know i i told you whenever that news came out i was like it's you know, he already said that Justice League 2 was going to take place in, like, the Nightmare timeline. So, mm-hmm. obviously, his massive cliffhanger in this movie was going to be a Nightmare, like, scene, things leading up to it. And we got that in the epilogue. Um, but Weren't they yeah, originally the, supposed to be a... Wasn't Justice League supposed to be a two-parter originally? Well, that's what he that's what he was saying. But now he's saying that it was going to be number two and number three. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, it's it's hard to it's hard to like take much stock in the things that he was saying before the Snyder Cut came out because he was saying a lot of very random like idea like he was throwing out a lot of really random ideas of what he wanted to do and mm-hmm. um, we don't really know I don't we don't really know which which things were going to become reality and which weren't sure. but um, but yeah Lois was the death I mean that's the thing that like pushes Superman over the edge and makes him vulnerable to the anti life equation dun dun dun. Um, but yeah, so tell me your thoughts on the Snyder Cut. Okay, Clay. My thoughts on the Snyder Cut are, you know, I've said this for years, probably four years, Justice League was a shit movie. Was Absolutely. A, was not a fan Terrible. of it. Terrible. Snyder Cut, I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. I'm really enjoying this movie. It's four hours long, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying it. And I am a, I am the type of person, I don't mind watching a four-hour movie. Like, uh, Return of the King, extended version, that's over four hours. I don't care. Yep. I watch it. Um, I can see where the average viewer, like Jessica, she didn't watch the Snyder Cut with me. She mm-hmm. said, that's too fucking long. And she said, I'm not doing it. So she was doing her own thing while I was watching it. Yep. Um, so I can see why, like, you wouldn't want to make a four-hour movie unless it was going to be some kind of special edition, special cut type deal. Mm-hmm. And I will say... The things that they added, or that was originally supposed to be in there, whatever you want, however you want to think about it, did make a, mo- a more coherent story, a better mm-hmm. story, a more well thought out story. It was, it was, I could follow the through line. A completely retext or recontextualized, uh, con- fuck, let me start over. <laughs> a completely recontextualized movie. Yes. That being said, or, or wait, we'll still say we got more backstory on Cyborg. We got more flashback story. Like we got more of these characters. Like I feel like we didn't get much of any Cyborg in the original cut. Flash, mm-hmm. eh, a little bit. He was just kind of there to make jokes, be quirky, be Peter Parker. Um, they gave him a lot more to do in this one. Right. I will say, I, I saw somewhere it was like 10% of the Snyder cut is in slow motion. Slow-mo. Yeah, pretty funny. Twenty like twenty five minutes. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of slow mo. He does love his slow mo. That's that's Zack Snyder. Um, but what I was gonna say is, the backstory of Cyborg, and I mean we didn't get much backstory on Barry, but we still had like a little kind of setup. Not nearly as much as Cyborg, but that could have mm-hmm. been its own movie, and that's where the DCEU was fucking up. And I've said that from the beginning. Is they yep. tried to make Justice League after two movies. Yep. Where we and and make us care about these other characters who are joining the league, where mm-hmm. they had no setup. They were trying to make the Avengers and then go and make solo films afterwards. Where right, it obviously it was never it was never around. going to work. Right, that comes back to your your executives and your suits kind of running the show. Mm-hmm. It's like we got to catch up to Avengers and we don't have ten years to do it. Right, um, but you kind of do no superhero movies aren't going anywhere. Marvel still has right. two more phases that they've got planned. Dude, I'm okay, they were buddy. talking about superhero fatigue like five years ago and right. it's bigger than it. It's more popular than it ever has been today. Right. So <laughs> if DC like DC, yes, you were behind the ball on this, whatever deal with it. Just slow down, make your movies walk before you can run. We're mm-hmm. still going to be here, and they would be in a much better spot than they are today. I was trying to think about this earlier because I knew we were going to talk about like Snyder Cut and, and DC and all this other stuff. I don't really know what they have planned besides Shazam 2 and uh, Black Adam, and I don't really know how, and obviously the Batman with Pattinson. But like, Batgirl. I don't, I don't really know how these things fit into the larger. Are you all right? 
I don't know how these things fit into the larger world that they're or universe rather that they're right. trying to create. And that's that's what they did. I mean, they kind of botched everything and they made so they made Superman, they made BVS, they made Wonder Woman, they made Justice League. Um, so Wonder Woman, good story, good contained story takes place in the past, but sort of ties into the other things, not really. Mm-hmm. Justice League comes out, they botch it, they try to make it Avengers, they don't build up any of their characters, so you don't give a shit about them, they're not good, give them nothing to do in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, now we'll like make some solo movies after this, but then Justice League flopped. So it's like, they then put out Joker after that, which has nothing to do with any of it. They made plans for um, the Batman with Battenson, which has nothing to do with the DCEU. Mm-hmm. They made Shazam and Aquaman after that, which have almost nothing shazam shazam's more because one of the main characters is like a big like justice league fanboy so Mm -hmm. he's constantly referencing superman and batman Mm -hmm. but aquaman it barely connected to and superman's body appears in um shazam his body yes his body um not cavill because god forbid they give him another opportunity to make any money from from warner brothers um so basically justice league flopped and then their idea was okay well we tried to do it like the avengers and we failed so now we have to pull apart our universe make some like elseworlds type movies that don't tie into anything maybe we'll have in the ones that like we're already planning an aquaman movie we're already planning a shazam movie that are part of the dceu we'll take away some of the connections that we were gonna make to the other stuff in this movie make them more self-contained so obviously they shot themselves in the foot i mean mm-hmm. we've already kind of established that and then it kind of made their universe fall apart so now it's like they're putting out some stuff that's connected they're putting out some stuff that's not the flash movie that they're putting out it's obviously gonna have some time travel in it and they're probably gonna be resetting things Hopefully. Um, maybe maybe eliminating Definitely. some past stuff mm-hmm. setting up some future stuff obviously and uh so that's gonna be their like x-men days of future past where they can kind of like rewrite the timeline a little bit Mm -hmm. so after flash we'll have a much better idea of like what they're going to do going forward but uh yeah i mean they pulled apart their own universe and and fucked everything up so now it's like it's like muddy very muddy um which which i i don't like doesn't make for a good universe Um, no and like we like this is coming from comics right everything is connected in comics mm -hmm. you know it can be different runs by different authors and artists but it's all connected you know, if it's canon, it's all connected in the long run. And it's like, that's what you want to see on the big screen. That's right. what Marvel's so good at doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why DC, it's like so unfortunate how how they botched everything. Because right. that's what you want. Now we have two, we have three Batman right now. Affleck, Bat, Batfleck, Battinson, and Keaton. Which I saw earlier today, Keaton said he didn't know if he was actually going to film it. Because he's worried about COVID. What, Flash? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. It was a quote saying, he's like, I'm not being cheeky. I'm not being coy. I really just don't want to fuck myself and get COVID. So I don't know if I'm going to film it or not. So he's waiting. Yeah, because they, they already established that he's going to be in the DCEU going forward. Yeah. So he's he's um he's weary. I, and I, I don't think it's, it's not like a he's weary about doing the movie. He's just weary about filming at right. this moment in time. Right. Um. So if anything, that'll probably just get delayed, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but back to the Snyder Cut. Um, mm-hmm. I like... Oh, I was I was looking for that 
that quote for you. So Michael Keaton still weighing up if he'll return as the Batman in the Flash. And this is quote. I am needing a minute to think about it. Somewhere on my iPad is an iteration of the whole Flash thing that I haven't had time yet. The COVID thing has got me really concerned. I'm not being cute or coy. I don't really know. Okay. So we'll see. When, um, do you do you know when they were going to start filming? Probably pretty soon, right? I, I would think. I don't know. Black Adam starts filming within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, The Rock has been... Tw- uh, Instagramming about it starting really mm-hmm. soon. Yep. Um, yep. All right. Back to the Snyder Cut. All right. So mm-hmm. I like I like the color palette better. It fits more for the tone of what we're going for. Like in the original cut, you could tell Joss brightened things up. Um, yep. And it, it didn't look good because you could see where like the elements were supposed to be darker or they were darker. But then you had him, he was like brightening up their costumes and then that whole red sky thing in the yeah. final battle. Like it just wasn't clicking. And that's, yeah. that's the issue yeah. you have when you have two different directors, especially when Zach had made pretty much almost all of the movie already. Right. Well, yeah, all of the movie. He, he had filmed it, everything yeah. other than that epilogue. Uh, or those epilogue scenes, but yeah, I agree. I think I do think the the color palette's a little drab. Um, and one thing about the Snyder Cut I do not agree with is Zack Snyder, and this is just Zack being Zack, said that this movie is meant to be seen in black and white. He has a black and white version of the movie coming out. Of course, he says he this is my this is my like canonical version of the movie. This is how it's meant to be viewed, mm-hmm. and I don't think that any. Any superhero movie, I don't know, maybe maybe like one or two specific heroes that would be ideal for. But I don't think a Justice League movie, an Avengers movie... Should be black and white. Should be black and white. No. <laughs> like, come on. Logan, that, I guess it kind of works Logan, for maybe. Logan. Yeah, yeah. Logan has a black it. and white version. Um, yes, yes. Like the Johnny Cash version. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. I don't think that there should be a movie with... The Flash and Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman in it that that is meant to be black and white. That yeah. just that just like like Snyder's got some disconnects between like the source material and the things that he wants to make. You know, sure. he always wants to quote make it his own way and um, you know do his own thing with it. That's I feel like that's one of the things that kind of shows that. Sure. Speaking of viewing experiences, I was really confused at first when I put it on and it was in four three. And I was like, did I yeah. accidentally switch a setting on my TV? And I had, I, I, I literally Googled it. I was like, Snyder cut four, three question yeah. mark. That's like, not yeah. ideal either. He wants it to, he wants it to feel like you're watching like an IMAX movie while you're watching it. But like, I don't, I don't think it works super well. Mm, yeah. I was like, um, I mean, I dealt with it after a while. Like I got used to it, but I was just taken aback at first when it was in four, three, I was like, holy shit. What yeah. the hell? Um, yeah, but I mean, over overall, obviously, I, I very much enjoyed the Snyder Cut. Um, I knew I knew I was going to like it. I knew it was going to be a much more watchable movie. That my gave bar me was one of my main... low. What's up? I said my bar was very low. Dude, my my bar was somewhere in the middle. It wasn't high. It wasn't necessarily low. But I knew it was going to be. I knew. So my thoughts going into it was, okay, it's not going to be a masterpiece. At the end of the day, it's still Zack Snyder. Um, it's going to have some stuff I like, it's going to have some stuff I don't like, you know, because I always, I've always kind of noticed this like disconnect that Zach has with this stuff. Um, I liked it more than I was expecting to. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've seen it twice now and I'll, I'll watch it again at some point soon. You've seen it twice. Yeah. 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 And one of my main things going into it was give me a better Batman 
give me more cyborg, give me more flash. Like that's kind of all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, well, give me a better story that makes more sense. Give me a better villain, mm-hmm. you know, show me some dark side. And yeah, I mean, it, it came through on all levels. I mean, mm-hmm. Batman was a contributor big time throughout the whole movie. Um, he wasn't making shot, jokes. No, he wasn't making jokes. He wasn't doing this big ass cheesy smile when Superman shows up. He wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, the whole, uh, oh, something's definitely bleeding. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he didn't make, he didn't make, he made two really fucking stupid fish jokes to Arthur, to Aquaman in the, in the theatrical one. Both of those are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I mean, they took out a bunch of things, scenes and lines that were not took out. They never existed until Josh Sweden stepped in. Jesus Christ. Took wow. out, yeah, the, the scene where Flash lands on Wonder Woman's boobs. Um, the so lasso of scene, truth scene, which I don't necessarily mind all the way, but I don't, I don't, it doesn't add to the unnecessary. Movie. Wouldn't have added to the Snyder cut at all. If anything, mm-hmm. it would have taken us out of the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. The Snyder cut did still have some decent, some decent humor in it here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, more like natural humor versus in the Joss cut where I don't know, things seemed forced. The jokes were kind of weird and like mm-hmm. awkward. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't funny. Nothing that they were trying to be funny about was actually funny, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, they established Cyborg as a cent- like that. The one scene where he's listening to his dad on the tape and he's like outlining all his powers, mm-hmm. that was completely out of you know the original one. And essentially, Cyborg's like this tech god, right? Yeah. But we didn't we didn't get this we didn't get that idea at all in the uh, in the other one. And he was actually really really important. And um, we're never going to see him again, but I think it would be cool too because I mean they set him up as a pretty cool character. And mm-hmm. I mean Steppenwolf was better. Coming into it, I didn't necessarily think the design was like better, but I think it worked better in the context of the movie mm-hmm. than like the nice old man that they had in the first one. Um, he was more badass. He seemed more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we actually got the backstory of why he's fucking doing any of it, which right. we didn't get in the other one. It's like I think the like, backstory in the other one was he loves to conquer worlds or some shit like that. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so they gave him some backside, some, um, backside. some backstory. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him a solid, solid set of buns in this one. Um, <laughs> gave him some backside. They established, you know, dark side, which was dark side was not a thing in the other one. Mm-hmm. Dude, the fucking Barry scene at the end completely changed the entire last battle. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how Warner Brothers had this movie and they decided, no, we want to we want to bring Joss Whedon in and put out this this pile of crap. Yeah. Um, much much better movie overall. Yeah, I enjoyed so, seeing the trailer scenes that got cut, like mm-hmm. Superman and Alfred, things like that. Um, yep, yep. Black suit and, Superman. Yeah, and the big cameo that Snyder was teasing, which I don't know why he even teased it, because, you know, whenever that came out, what did I say? You were like, it's got to be Green Lantern, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, it has to be. Well, no, wait. And then what did I say? You said Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I said it's probably just going to be a reveal of Martian Manhunter out of his disguise, mm-hmm. which I don't know why Zach's hyping it up because it's already confirmed that that's going to happen in the movie. He was like, dude, this cameo is going to blow your mind, which it's like, why? He, maybe they literally he, showed Martian Manhunter earlier in the movie. Maybe he meant that that uh, Martian Manhunter was being Martha was, was going to blow your mind. I don't know. Either way, it's stupid. I was but, trying. Uh, I was trying to help him out. <laughs> did you notice how Affleck was much skinnier in the reshot scenes here? I I actually didn't notice. Okay, so if you ever watch it again, 
Um, or if you even just want to watch the epilogue again to see mm-hmm. how skinny he is in the nightmare scene, he's not filling out the cowl. Like mm-hmm. he looks skinny in the cowl. And then in the scene with Martian Manhunter, he walks out and he is way, way skinnier than he was in BBS. Like his arms look skinny. Mm-hmm. His face looks a little gaunter. And it's because he's post rehab Ben Affleck at that point, you know, oh. BBS, he was in the shape of his life before he went to rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, BV or uh, justice league. 2017 they brought him back for reshoots and he was like bloated that's when he was having his like the most issues with alcohol so he looked pretty bad in those reshoots Mm -hmm. and now in this one he looks really skinny looks healthy he Mm -hmm. looks good um but you can definitely tell for sure interesting yeah um yeah i will i did like the new joker yeah i'm what happened to his tattoos you get those all removed I, yeah, I thought I thought he was uh, actually a pretty effective Joker. That conversation with him and Batman worked pretty well for me. I want to see good. more of that. I liked I liked that whole epilogue. Um, yeah. I don't know if I liked um, Amber Heard's British accent, but that came out of, that came out of nowhere. I'm not sure why they did that because she wasn't British in Just Justice League, right? No, and she, she wasn't, wasn't or in Aquaman, Aquaman right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now she's yeah, just but this I, Cockney British accent. That's not Cockney. I did read. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. <laughs> I did read that obviously Zack Snyder wanted her to be British because this is the Snyder cut. Um, mm-hmm. But when Joss came on, he reshot her with an English, uh, an American dialect. And then that was just a carryover to Aquaman from Joss League. But she was supposed to have the British accent the whole time. Cause you know, like royalty or some shit kind of like just uh-huh. like a, a voice thing, but um, she's not very good at it. So I could see why Joss um, switched it. So they just dubbed it over. I don't know. He might have reshot it. I don't know. Well, because the scenes the scenes line up, they seem like they're the exact same scene. Then maybe, yeah, maybe it's a redub. I think it was ADR. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. which they do ADR, even if like all the time, just because sometimes sound needs to be better. Um, I will say, this movie made me a little sad, in the respect that it sets up. A bunch of stuff that I'm never gonna see. Never, never ever. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But um, I don't know. I mean, I'm so I'm looking forward to seeing more of Batfleck in the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we have that. I'm looking forward to Battinson, who wouldn't be a thing, you know, without the failure of the first Justice League. Um, we now have a Green Lantern show that's in the works right now. It's going to be on HBO Max, and I'm looking forward to. Is that live action? Um, yeah. Okay. So we do have some good things being made mm-hmm. currently that don't require Justice League to set them up. But yeah, he set up some pretty interesting stuff that I would love to see pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want to see the nightmare stuff. I want to see that yeah. timeline. I want to see the, yeah. the pregnancy of Lois Lane. I want to see Lois Lane die. I want to see. Yeah. Yeah, but they I can't. Want see, I want to see Deathstroke and Batman. I want that movie, the Ben Affleck movie that he was going to make. You know, I want yep. to see that. That that, that would have been cool. Yeah, and yeah, and they set it up too with um with Lex giving Deathstroke. Yeah, that's what I'm Bruce's, talking about. Yeah. Bruce's name, and we already know that 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 Affleck Deathstroke movie was going to be Deathstroke like deconstructing Bruce's life essentially, like using that information to hit him in like every aspect of his life, and Batman having to basically you know work with almost nothing and. You know, make it make it happen. That seemed to be pretty interesting, and Ben Affleck was gonna write, direct, star in it, mm-hmm. and he's a stud at doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. So, what well, could have been, man? 
damn we'll never know either way Snyder Cut is good watch it it was, it was if great. you haven't yeah I was I was entertained I enjoyed it yeah I mean four hours later and I'm like damn it's already over the only thing I didn't like I said and that's that they should have had solo movies first would have trimmed the runtime down wouldn't yeah. have had to f- use so much yeah. runtime to make those backstories but I mean right if you're yeah, gonna watch with- a four hour movie it's fine with four hours, you can kind of make it work with new characters like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, a movie like that maybe isn't going to ever work. Well, I'm not going to say a movie, a four-hour movie isn't going to ever work in theaters, but a four-hour R-rated movie, um, that was that was going to be really hard to actually be financially successful. Yeah. Um. All right. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Pretty good. Pretty damn good. I enjoyed pretty it. Good. Pretty pretty. Cool. You know, um, that fucking opening scene with Falcon and the helicopters and all that shit, that was phenomenal. Loved yeah, that it. was dope. That was dope. And I mean, the main thing I was looking for in this show after WandaVision specifically was just for it to be a lot more action packed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is obviously. And, uh, you know, I, I like getting a chance to kind of be outside of the, the bubble and learn a little bit more about what's happening in the world after the, the blip. The snapping. So, yeah, I will never call it the blip. That's a stupid fucking name. I think they called it the blip in the episode at one point. They they do. That's that's the MCU's name for it. The Caleb name for it, and I'm dubbing it the Masters of the Cultureverse name for it. Is the snapping? Snap mm-hmm. I mean, agreed. But yeah, um, so we got a little bit of mystery with Captain America. What's going on with him? Is he dead? Is he just gone? Did he go back to his timeline or whatever? Uh, Hold on. Pause right there. Who is in control of how do I how do I phrase this question? All right, who do you believe? The writer or the director? Don't think about any movie or in particular anything, just think. Who do you believe? The writer or the director? What's the question? Who do I believe? What do I If somebody's I telling you something that's contra if those two people are telling you something that's contradictory, who do you go with? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, I, I would go with the writer. Mm, mm, mm. They're the ones who have the best understanding of the story, I would say. Yeah. Okay. In most, in most mediums, I would say you're right. Like if it's a book, something like that. Yes. Go with the writer, but the director is the guy who has the overarching vision. Yes. And do you know what I'm referring to here? Yeah. There are conflicting ideas around what's going on with Captain America. Yes. Um, so if you don't know, the writers say that Cap lived his life out through the MCU that we know as the main, we'll call it the main timeline. He lived out his life when he went back to return the stones with, and he stayed with Peggy. He lived out his life through the main timeline. So he's been there in the background the whole time. The directors, on the other hand, say no, um, he didn't. When he went back and stayed with Peggy, he made an alternate timeline and A he had to travel timeline. back. A branch. Yes, a branch timeline. And he had to make it and he had to come back to the main timeline when he returned when he gave the shield to Sam. Now I will say the writers are fucking stupid in this case because they set the rules where if you go back in time, you automatically right. create a branch. So how are you gonna say that nah he was actually in the main timeline the whole time? He just lived out there when you established at the beginning of the movie that if you go back in time, you can't change it that way. You're going to live out in a branch reality. But the idea was if you return the stones, that branch ceases. Yeah, but we had this branch reality conversation before we learned about returning the stones. So just him being there is creating a branch. You understand? Right. That's my point. 
At any rate. Um, I, so I had, I'd forgotten who said what I, I do go with the director on this. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I go with the director on this. I don't know if, if it was some other thing, if maybe I would say if it was a different, um, not situation, but a different, um, a different point that they were arguing if I would probably go with the writer. But in this particular case, with this particular point, I'm siding with the directors. What I was saying, Clay, is I don't know if, if they made a different point. If they were arguing over a different point, maybe I would side with the writers. But in mm -hmm. this particular point, since the writers established the rules of time travel in their movie, and then they came back and contradicted that, and the Roosters are going with the rules that they set in the movie, I'm going with mm -hmm. them. Yeah, them. agreed. There's two of them. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I, agree. I agree when you, when you said that about Captain America, it just made me think of that because I, I am curious whether he actually stayed in the main timeline after he gave Sam the shield or if he mm -hmm. went back to his branch reality, which again, yeah. he would create another branch if he did. Right. So maybe he waited for Peggy to die and then he came and returned it to, um, Sam not returned. Why do I keep I, saying returned? I would have, well, maybe, maybe. Cap's idea is that it was always Sam's shield the whole time. Maybe. What were you going to say? The real shield is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> um, little, little disappointed in Sam. I mean, Captain America, obviously they're doing this for the sake of the show. Mm -hmm. um, so we can have some conflict over the shield and things like that. But, um, I mean, shit, Cap chose you, bro. Like, he chose you. He told you straight up the shield's yours. And then the show starts and Sam's like, well, whenever, whenever Cap gave me the shield, I told him that it felt like it belonged to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't. But it's like, what about what he told you, bro? Yeah, he told you it's your shield. I feel like that's like going to be show, our theme for the it whole definite, show. It definitely is. I mean, this is this choice that Sam makes at the beginning is the whole fucking basis of the show. I mean, now we have this U.S. agent guy who's holding the shield. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a shithead, obviously. And... Sam's going to have to go up against him at some point. Mm -hmm. um, Bucky's going to hold the shield a few times in the show, obviously. Um, but I think we know that the, I mean, well, we should know. Well, I know at least that the show's going to end with, sh with Sam being Captain America. Yeah. Um, but yes, so this whole first episode really, really dig it into like legacies and, and the, the past and things like mm -hmm. that. And can we, can we break away from those and become, it, it was really, really, really a big theme for a, a first episode. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm excited to see how it plays out. And, uh, I liked how they ended that first episode with psych. We're actually giving the, the shield to somebody else. Um, yeah, I want to learn more. Up. Yeah, I want to learn more about the guy who, you know, was introducing U.S. agent at the end. The guy who was talking to Sam earlier was like, you're doing the right thing, man. Like, mm. thanks. So I want to learn more about, like, whether Sam was kind of pressured to give up the shield. That was my interpretation. What's going on with that. I felt yeah. like they were like, hey, you should really put this shield in the Smithsonian. Like, you, you know, it's not yours. You don't feel like you should be being Captain America, right? And right. Sam's like, you know what? I don't. I said to Steve, but obviously there's something I felt else like it was somebody on. else's. And they're like, yeah, put in the Smithsonian. And then when like they made a whole fake ceremony, and then when Sam mm -hmm. left, they're like, all right, quick, get the shield, get the shield. And then yep. they gave it to old boy. Yeah, What's I did like John the... something. Who? U.S. agent. Uh, John Walker. Walker. Yes. Yeah. Um. But um, I did like seeing them in the Smithsonian again because in um, in the fucking Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. Captain America two, Cap was in the Smithsonian, kind of eyeing the um, 
the display and Bucky was also in there too. And now, you know, Falcons in there doing things with that cap exhibit. Mm-hmm. I like, I just like seeing that cap exhibit. They've, and it they've, reminds, they've expanded on it too, with yeah. stuff that's happened in the movies. It's really cool. They've talked yeah. about, I think there was, they talked about the blip, the snapping. See, you got me mm-hmm. fucked up. Clay. I think they, they had some names lined up of people who had disappeared mm-hmm. in the exhibit. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it reminds me should make an actual exhibit exhibit like that. Okay. So after watching it, I was going through some of my pictures from when I lived in DC and my latest trip to the national history museum, which is where that cap exhibit is That's my favorite museum. I mean, it's, it's dope to go in there and see like a sword that George Washington used in battle before. Like Mm -hmm. that's dope. Um, the last time I went there, they had captain America's shield from, I believe it was the one he used in, Civil War, mm-hmm. I think. So used by Chris Evans, they had um, the claws that Hugh Jackman used in Days of Future Past. They had a couple other things like that. And then they had Keaton's Batmobile from 89 in there, like the actual yeah. one. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't yeah, been to so, the Smithsonian since I was a kid. I need to go back. So on the note of what you just said about that should be an exhibit, at least the shield is or was in there at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that I'm super into the whole like flag smashers group yet. I think I need to know more about them to make them a little bit more interesting to me, but what, yeah, interesting what, concept about what I was just going to say their whole thing is like, no, no, no borders. No, uh, we liked it. We liked it nations. better in the blip. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's interesting that they made it a group because flag smasher is one person. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and we didn't even see Falcon and Winter Soldier together in this one. It was still interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, how do they? How do, you, how do they bring them together? What What is going to cause them to come together? Um, it's a good question. Zemo, it's, maybe. I mean, so Zemo's still got to show up. Did they even hint at him no. in this first one? Mm-mm. Okay. So Zemo's got to show up. I think he's yeah he's got to be the one because both of them both of them like have you know, gone against Zemo before. So he's going to show up and start doing some shit. Maybe he's working with the Flag Smashers. Maybe he's their leader. I don't know. No idea. But, oh, I didn't think about him being the Flag Smashers leader. So that's, that's interesting. I mean, how many villains? Vi- villains. How many villains? How many villains can they set up here? Um, well, we just got three, right? Just three. Counting U.S. agent? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Whoever's, whoever's like grooming him or running that whole side of things mm-hmm. um usa yeah, i don't know Zemo i think flag smashers i think we'll see we'll see bat rock again it was cool to see him again um oh. he was he was one of my favorite fights in the mcu oh yeah those far. high kicks god yeah damn, they were Dude, that fight that fight he had with captain america and cap talking to him i think it was french something like that cap dropping a couple french lines on him like a classic badass superhero um that was a cool. That was a really cool fight. What do you say? I can great, do this all day in a great French. movie. <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, I no. Batrock was like, "Are you anything without the shield?" He was fighting with the shield and just like whooping his ass. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Are you anything without the shield at all?" He puts the shield on his back. He takes off his helmet, throws it, and he says in French, "Let's find out." That's what's and then up. he whoops his and he whoops his ass really easily. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think we have a lot of good stuff ahead of us in the show. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. And it, WandaVision didn't look 
like an MCU. Like it didn't look like it belonged in the MCU, which I, I'm not faulting it. Like it wasn't supposed to. It's it's sitcoms, but this it was really looks good at like, what they wanted it to be. Yeah, but this looks like an MCU movie, like on TV. Yep. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, this is a this is a good return to all that badassery for us. Right. So definitely yeah. looking forward to the rest of it. And the episodes are longer, which is nice. Right, right. Well, because we don't have to deal with the whole sitcom thing, right? Right. Um, yep. No, yeah, I'm really excited. Can't wait to see what happens next. I want to see Zemo. He was he was a pretty compelling villain because he didn't really give a shit about anything mm-hmm. except destroying these people who he saw destroyed his whole family, his whole yep. country, and and things like that. And, now, yeah, and he's got that he's got that like espionage black ops background. So exactly. he's one of those shadow shadow figures who are just like pulling strings from the background. We'll see him in the mask, which should be cool. I wonder why he's going to put the mask on. Maybe because the Flag Smashers all wear masks. Maybe. But his mask doesn't look like theirs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Don't but use you logic. <laughs> no, no. Why the hell would you do that? We tried to be very logical about things that were happening in WandaVision, and we see how that played out. Clay is still not happy about WandaVision. I don't know that we were really using logic. We were wildly speculating based off of MCU logic. That's still a type of logic, I guess. It is. It is. It's the, well, it's maybe the end-all, be-all type of logic. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say? No, I'm just looking. I mean, it's this past week was a really good time to be a uh, a comic book movie and show fan. Yeah. We got some good stuff ahead of us, too. I agree. I agree, and I'll let you go and uh, read all those comic that $160 worth of comics you just bought. Yeah, I'm actually going to go back to Asheville and return all of them. <laughs> hey, uh, fuck your business. Here are your comics back. Please give me a refund. I'm, I am, yeah, I am eliminating the stimulus I just gave you guys. That's funny. All right, this episode, like I said, brought to you by Morgan Comics. Thank you for being a patron of the show and giving Clay all these books for 160 bucks. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse. You can DM us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Email us at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com if you have something you want to see or see. What the fuck are you going to see? If you have something you want to hear us talk about, if you want to give a shout out, if you want to say happy birthday to your cousins, brothers, mothers, friend, we will do it. We don't care. Just send us something and we'll read it. Your I'm dog. Caleb. Hell. I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. There's something in my throat there at the end.